God never does his greatest feats in your yesterdays. They're always in your future. The scripture says the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. What God has in front of you is more fulfilling, more rewarding than anything you've seen in the past. Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It's great to come into your homes, and I hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week. We have a daily podcast that you can download, or you can go to our YouTube channel, watch the messages anytime, or of course, you can follow us on social media. But thanks for tuning in today. We're going to do our best to keep you inspired and encouraged. I like to start with something funny, and I heard about these three pastors that were in a boat on a lake fishing together. One of them said, we never get to let our hair down. Let's each tell the area that we struggle in the most, our greatest sin, so we can pray for each other. The first pastor said, I hate to admit this, but I have a problem with gambling. Sometimes I sneak out at night and gamble. The second pastor said, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I have a problem with cheating. I hardly ever pay my taxes. The third pastor sat there silently. They waited and waited. He wouldn't budge. They said, we are not leaving until you tell us your greatest sin. He said, all right, my greatest sin is gossiping, and I can't wait to get off this boat. (laughs) Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. I want to talk to you today about the best is next. It's easy to get satisfied where we are. When we've seen blessing and favor, God's protected us, promoted us, opened doors, we can start thinking that we've seen our best days. But God never does his greatest feats in your yesterdays. They're always in your future. The scripture says the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. What God has in front of you is more fulfilling, more rewarding than anything you've seen in the past. But sometimes before it gets brighter, it gets darker. Before we see more than enough, we go through a season of not enough. There are times the good has to come to an end to make room for the best. Doesn't make sense to us. Why did my business slow down? Why did this person walk away? Why did this door close? It's all a part of God's plan. He's shaking things up to move you out of the good into the best. If he didn't close those doors, you wouldn't see the fullness of your destiny. We may not like the process. It's uncomfortable. We're doing the right thing, but the wrong thing is happening. We're working hard, but not seeing increase. Thoughts will tell you it's never going to get better. Don't believe those lies. That disappointment, The breakup, the slow season didn't stop what God has for you. It's getting you in position for favor that you've never seen. Your relationship didn't work out. God knew it was going to happen. That didn't catch him off guard. He's already lined up someone better than you can imagine. Your business has slowed down. The contract didn't work out. That setback is not stopping you. It's setting you up for new levels. You're going to come out 
not like you were before, but healthier, stronger, promoted, increased. John chapter 2, Jesus was at a wedding in Galilee. There was a big celebration with hundreds of people. Everything was going great until they ran out of wine. His mother came and told him about the problem. Jesus had not performed any miracles in public up to this point, but she knew something about Jesus that others didn't know. She told the staff to do whatever he asked them to do. There were six large water pots over to the side. They held 30 gallons each. Jesus told the men to go fill them with water. And I can imagine them thinking, what good is that going to do? But instead of talking themselves out of it, they filled the containers and brought them back to Jesus. He said, now dip some out and take it to the host of the wedding, to the man that's in charge. Verse 9 says, when the host tasted the water that was now wine, he called the groom over and said, usually a host serves the best wine first. Then when everyone is full, doesn't know any better, he brings out the less expensive wines, but you have saved the best until now. Notice how God works. If the wine had not run out, if they had not come to the end of what they were used to, they would have never seen the best wine. God saves the best for next. You may feel like you're coming to an end. You're running out of opportunity. Doors are closing. Running out of favor. What used to work is not working. Running out of resources. Having a hard time making ends meet. Maybe you're running out of strength. You're weary. You can't take it anymore. This may sound odd, but you're in a good place. When you come to the end, that's when God steps in and not just helps you get through it, but he says, I've saved the best for next. The best position, the best relationship, the best in your finances. You have more than you've ever had. The best in your health. You feel better than you've ever felt. The best in your family. You're happier than you've ever been. The fact that things are running out doesn't mean God has forgotten about you. You must have run out of favor. You must have done something wrong. It's a sign that God is about to do something that you've never seen. One translation says, she said to Jesus, we have no more wine. Sometimes we feel like we have no more, no more strength, no more vision, no more health. That's okay. There are seasons when you come to an end. You run out of a good thing. The first wine the people had was fine. Nobody complained. They were blessed, having a great celebration, but the wine was supposed to run out. It was a part of God's plan. If it didn't run out, they would have never seen the best wine. And what runs out in your life is not a surprise to God. The relationship that didn't make it, the company that let you go, the loved one you lost, the health that went down. That doesn't mean you've seen your best days. Just sit back and endure it. It means new levels of favor are coming, new levels of your destiny, better health, better opportunities, better relationships. God doesn't bring you out the same. You're going to look back and say like that host, you've saved the best for now. That person that walked away, don't get bitter. They had to go so the best could show up. When you see what God does, who he brings, you'll say, I'm glad that old wine ran out. I'm glad that old goat left. I mean, that old boyfriend left. Look what the Lord has done. Those coworkers that played politics kept you from the promotion, 
made you look bad. You thought you ran out of favor. That God had forgotten about you. That had to happen. When you see the new door God opens, how he promotes you in the presence of your enemies, how he gives you influence and favor that you've never seen, you'll say, Lord, thank you. You saved the best for now. You took me where I couldn't go on my own. Don't be discouraged when something doesn't work out. Something runs out. You feel like you're at the end. You've studied your situation. You've tried to come up with a solution, but you've run out of options. You don't see how your business can make it, how your marriage will last, how your health will turn around. When you come to the end, it's a good place. When you can't figure out a solution, that's when God steps in. You had to run out of wine before you could see the best wine. You had to come to an end so God can take it to a new level, so he can open doors bigger than you've imagined, so he can give you health, strength, peace, joy like you've never seen. The best is not behind you. The best is next. Now, it may look just the opposite. When you're running low, when you come to the end, thoughts will tell you it's all downhill from here. You're running out of time. You can't accomplish your dream. You're running out of favor. Business is slow. You're running out of strength. This pandemic is going to sink you. The only reason you're running out is because God saved the best for next. Keep the right perspective. Father, this looks like the end, but I know it's a sign that you're about to show out in my life. Weddings during that time would go on for several days. When Jesus showed up, they could have been there enjoying the first wine for days. They were happy. The first wine was good. No one was complaining. But if the good wine had not run out, they wouldn't have seen the best wine. And when life is good for us, we're happy, our children are blessed, we're seeing favor, we have no complaints. But sometimes things change. We're facing an illness. A child gets off course. A friend we're counting on walks away. It's easy to live discouraged, feel like we're going backwards, running out of favor, running out of help. But there's only one reason you're running out. The good is about to give way to the best. God loves you too much to leave you with just the good wine. That's fine for a season, but at some point you'll come to the end so he can show out in your life in a much greater way. It's significant that God could have given them the same wine. That would have been a great miracle. We would be telling that story that God can restore. When you run out, he can give you more. That's good. But God is so loving, so merciful, he doesn't bring you out the same. He gives you the best wine. The best is simply something that you've never seen, favor that you've never seen, health that you've never seen, opportunity, finances, influence. The best is in front of you. After you see that best, then God will give you something better, a new best. That's what it means. He's taking you from glory to glory. Now, in between those glories, there will be these seasons where you feel like you have no more, nothing more to give, no more creativity, no more resources, no more options. There's nothing wrong with saying, God, I have no more. I'm running out of wine, so to speak. Jesus said in Matthew 5, you are blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God in his favor. That seems odd. We're blessed when we're at the end. Why would Jesus say we're blessed when the contract doesn't go through? We're blessed when that person walks away. 
It's because when you're at the end, when you've run out of options, when you don't have any more wine, that's when God shows up and gives you the best wine. That's when he does more than you can imagine. A friend of mine played professional football for many years, and he was a great player, very popular, well-liked. When he retired, he was hired by his team to help develop the players and keep them motivated. For years, he was very successful. The team, the coaches, the players, they all loved him. You couldn't find a more talented, kind, loyal person. Life was good for him. He was seeing favor, increase, blessing. But one day, this team hired a new manager. He didn't like my friend. He saw how popular he was, and he started poisoning the staff, spreading things that weren't true. And eventually, he fired my friend. It's very unfair, very hurtful. I called him to encourage him. He was disappointed, but he wasn't discouraged. He understood this principle that when the old wine runs out, that means the best wine is coming, something that you've never seen. That's why you shouldn't fight every closed door, people that do you wrong, seasons that slow down, you're not seeing the favor that you once did. These things have to happen for you to see the best wine, for you to see greater favor, greater influence. As much as we don't like it, the people that do us wrong, the bad breaks, the betrayals, the disappointments, they are all a part of God's plan. God is not only ordering your steps, he's ordering the steps of those you need to fulfill your destiny. We know God ordered Jesus' steps, but he also ordered Judas's steps. Without Judas betraying Jesus, we wouldn't have salvation. Without Goliath coming against David, David would have never taken the throne. Without my father going to be with the Lord, something that I didn't like, I would have never stepped up to pastor the church. When things run out in your life, instead of complaining, being bitter, keep the right perspective. It had to run out so you can see the best wine, so you can step up to who you were created to be. My friend stayed on the high road. The whole time, his supervisor was trying to make him look bad, engage him in conflict. He wouldn't take the bait. He moved someone into his office without asking him. My friend didn't say a word. He left resumes on my friend's desk for his same position, trying to intimidate him. My friend ignored it. When he was fired, he wouldn't talk to the press. He didn't make the man look bad. He let God fight his battles. He knew God was his vindicator. He sent me a list of declarations that he made every day. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I will look in triumph at those that have hated me. What was meant for my harm, God is turning to my advantage. What you're doing in the running out seasons is very important. If you go around bitter, discouraged, trying to get even, that's going to keep you where you are. And about six months after he was fired, he received a phone call from the NFL offering him a position, doing the same thing, not for one team, but for multiple teams over a whole region. Now the NFL, the biggest sports league in the world, is behind him. He has incredible influence and favor. This would have never happened if the old wine had not run out. When doors close, when things slow down, when people turn on you, stay in peace. God knows what he's doing. You're coming to an end, not because it's over, but because the best is next. Favor that you haven't seen. 
Opportunity that you didn't expect. Increase, strength, creativity, good health, more than you've imagined. When the wine ran out at the wedding, Jesus asked them to fill the pots with water. That seemed odd. They needed wine, not water. Sometimes God will ask you to do things you don't understand. He has the best wine ready. He has something that you haven't seen, but it's dependent on your obedience. Will you do what he's asking you to do? It may be to forgive someone that did you wrong. That doesn't make sense. They hurt you. You have a right to be bitter. That will keep you from the best wine. It may be to step out in faith when you don't feel qualified to teach the class, to start the business, to mentor that young person. Or maybe like my friend, it's to keep a good attitude when you're not being treated right, to stay on the high road, to let God fight your battles. It's easy to try to pay people back, make them look bad, do to them what they're doing to you. Trust God to be your vindicator. He can vindicate you better than you can vindicate yourself. This man that was so against my friend, so dishonest, not long ago, he was fired by the team in a very public way. Everything he had been doing, the schemes, the backbiting, the jealousy, that all came to light. Now he's out and my friend is in, not in the same position, but in something much better. People can't stop your destiny. Closed doors can't stop your purpose. Bad breaks can't keep you from what God has ordained. When that wine runs out, Keep doing what God asks you to do. Keep being good to people. Keep giving, serving, expecting. The wine wanting out is a sign that the best wine is coming. There was a widow in the Old Testament. Her husband had died and now she was living alone with her son. They did fine for a while, going along, no problems. Then a drought came. Their crops dried up. Their income went down. She used the funds her husband had left. Now those funds had run out. It was a perfect storm. She had no income, no savings, no food, no groceries. Everything came to an end. She was preparing her last meal. She and her son were going to eat it. They had already accepted the fact that this would be it. The prophet Elijah saw her out picking up sticks to make a fire. He said, do me a favor, I'm hungry Will you make me something to eat? I'm sure she thought, you gotta be kidding. She said, Elijah, I promise you, all I have is a little flour, a little oil. We've exhausted all of our resources. We just have enough for my son and myself. Once I cook this meal, we're done. Elijah asked her to do something that seemed selfish. He said, go ahead and make that last meal, but make me a little loaf of bread first. She could have thought, we're about to starve to death and you want me to feed you before I feed myself and my son? I'm not gonna do that. Instead, she took a step of faith and cooked him a meal first. Elijah ate that meal and said, the Lord God of Israel says, there will always be plenty of flour and plenty of oil in your cabinets until the time the Lord sends rain and the crops begin to produce again. From that day forward, week after week, month after month, for three and a half years, the oil never ran out. The flour container was never empty. She had supernatural provision. She went from running out to running over. The running out is a sign that running over is coming. You may feel like 
You're running out of strength today. You're weary from everything that's going on. Get ready. Running over strength is coming. Strength that you've never felt. Energy like you've never seen. You're running out of resources. Business has slowed down. Get ready. Running over resources are headed your way. You're running out of favor, not getting any good breaks, stuck in your career. Because you honor God, running over favor is coming, running over blessings, running over opportunities. That means you have so many opportunities, you can't take them all. You have to choose which ones you want. Elijah said, make me a meal first. God is saying, keep me first place in your life. When you wake up in the morning, don't meet with anyone until you first meet with God. Take time to thank Him for the day. Thank Him for who He is. Thank Him that He's the giver of all good things. Your protector, your provider, your healer, your way maker. All through the day, under your breath, you can talk to God. Lord, thank you for watching over my children. Lord, help me to do good at work today. Lord, thank you for giving me wisdom. The scripture says, if you'll acknowledge God in all your ways, he'll crown your efforts with success. And every time God asks you to do a hard thing, that means there's a big blessing coming. It was a sacrifice for this lady to make Elijah a meal first. That took trust, courage, faith. It wasn't easy for the workers to go fill the water pots with water. Thoughts were telling them, you're wasting your time. They had to fight off doubt, fight off negative thoughts. But when you choose to obey, when you do the right thing when it's hard, you're setting yourself up for God to show out in your life, to see supernatural favor, supernatural healing, supernatural provision. A few years after I started pastoring, the church began to grow and we needed a larger auditorium. My father said that he would never move Lakewood. I was new. I wasn't about to rock the boat. So I started looking for land around our other location. We found a hundred acres that was right off the freeway, about two miles from the old location. It seemed perfect. A few months later, we went to close on the property and sign all the papers. The secretary walked out and said, I'm sorry, the owner sold this property last night. I couldn't believe it. He didn't keep his word. I was so discouraged. I went home and told Victoria, and she started preaching to me one of my messages. Joel, this closed door means God has something better. We're going to stay in faith. I didn't want to hear that. I wanted the property. A couple of months later, we found another 100 acres. It seemed like a better location, had better access from the freeway. I knew that's why God shut the other door. We went to close on the property, and the same thing happened. They sold it to someone else. We were running out of options. There weren't any more large tracts of land off the freeway in that area. But sometimes God won't step in until you run out of options. That old wine has to run out. I was tempted to live stressed and worried. But I could hear that still small voice saying, Joel, trust me, I'm still in control. I didn't see how it could happen, but God has ways we've never thought of. His plan for your life is better than your own. What we think is the best many times is far less than what God has in mind. I was hoping to find land to build an auditorium. I never dreamed God would give us one already built, 
on the busiest freeway, the most visible, the most attended, one of the most prestigious facilities in our city, the former compact center. I was complaining about running out of options all the while God had something better than I ever dreamed. Can I tell you, you haven't seen your best days. You may feel stuck, doors have closed, the wine has run out. That all happened for a reason. It had to run out so you could see the best wine. The best part of your life is not behind you. The best part of your life is the next part of your life. You haven't seen, heard, or imagined what God has in store. You wouldn't be discouraged over that door that closed if you knew what God was about to open. You wouldn't be stressed over that deal that fell through if you knew your compact center was up ahead. You would put God first place with no problem. You would make that prophet a meal. You would obey if you knew supernatural provision is coming. Sometimes we think that we're running out of time. It's too late to accomplish my dream. I missed my chance, Joel. I made too many mistakes. I'm too old. That's the way Caleb probably felt. He was one of the spies that came back from the promised land and told Moses that they were well able to take the land, that they should go in at once. But the negative report from the other 10 spies caused everyone to get discouraged. They turned around and went back into the desert. Caleb was 40 years old at the time. For 40 years, he wandered in the desert. The interesting thing is, it wasn't his fault. He had faith. He was courageous. He was obedient. It looked like other people stopped his dream. Their negative report kept him from his destiny. The good news is, what God started, he's going to finish. What he promised, he's going to bring to pass. At 85 years old, God said, Caleb, I haven't forgotten about you. I said you'd go into the promised land. You're still going to go in. There were three giants living on that land. Caleb could have said, God, give me another place. Those people are too big. I'm too old now. No, don't settle for a watered-down version of your dream. At 85, Caleb said, God, I still want that mountain. He went out and defeated those giants and made it into the promised land. It's not too late for you to become all you were created to be. God has not forgotten about the dreams he put in your heart. You're not running out of time, you're running into time. God is ordering your steps. Opportunities that didn't happen years earlier, you didn't miss it, it wasn't the right time. The door had to close. The people had to be against you. The business had to not make it. It was all setting you up for the best wine. God saves the best for next. I believe and declare you're about to come in to some best. Best opportunity, best relationship, best health, best resources. Like that widow woman, because you keep God first place, you're going to go from running out to running over. From not enough to more than enough. Your latter days will be better than your former days. Get ready. The best is next in Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen? I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. 
We'd love to send you some free information. Just text the number on the screen, or you can go to our website, take the New Beginnings course. I hope you'll get into a good Bible-based church and keep God first place. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you encouraged and inspired all through the week. Help us to continue to share the message of hope with those all around the world. Visit joelosteen.com or click the link in the description to partner with us today. We hope you'll share this message with a friend and be sure to follow us on social media. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.